Hey guys, it's Coco. Today is Topic Tuesday, and we're going to be talking about the lesbian U-Haul. Wow. A lot of times when we get into relationships, we kind of rush things. So I have a co-host with me, SB. Say hi. What's going on, y'all? Well, before we get into things, I am going to do my um, events and resources. Um... At San Diego, they're going to have a county fair, and the county fair is going to be called Out at the Fair. It's going to be June 9th, 2018 for its 8th annual event at the San Diego County Fair. It's a nonprofit organization. There are sponsors and packages. If you need any more information, you can go to www.outatthefair.com slash sdfair. Again, that's www.outatthefair.com slash sdfair. You can also download the official Out at the Fair app or visit the actual website and it'll give you the app link. Um... I wanted to talk a little bit about um, family planning. If you are in the LGBTQ community and you are a parent-to-be or want to become a parent, you can also get a lot of information on some of the clinics that have the IVF um, process or will show you and teach you how to become a parent. You can go to www gayparents2be.com again that's www.gayparents2be.com to start your family planning so we are going to get into the segment and we're going to start with my outlook on the lesbian u-haul so a lot of times when we get into relationships it doesn't really it doesn't really um, take long for you to get caught up into your relationships. A lot of times people have said that lesbians jump right into the relationship and move in without getting to know their other partner. So my outlook on that is, yes, it is possible. It does happen. A lot of times the, the, end, ink, the end of that is pretty bad. Um, but there are some people who get into that lesbian U-Haul and keep trucking. Um, I have been <laughs> in plenty lesbian U-Hauls. I think I've crashed and burned a couple of them. But I have been in those situations where I feel like, hey, I love this person after one week. <laughs> that might not be the case. I might not been in love. I might have had a, a familiar love for that person, but I confused the two drastically all the time. <laughs> so getting older and wiser and a little bit more experience with um, who to love, how to love, and what love is, I definitely haven't been in a U-Haul in a really long time. Um, I am currently in a relationship, and I have been in a relationship almost two years. Um, so, I am... Oh, shut up. We know it's you. <laughs> she's she's putting her hands up, guys, as if you guys don't know that SB is my wife. I... I probably didn't say your name in the previous ones. So I just probably not. Well, SB guys is my wife to be, and um, 
we have really deep conversations about things like this. So this is why we're going to do this together because um, in our time alone, this is what we usually do anyway. Um, we converse. Converse about U-Haul relationships. Oh, we we converse about a lot of things. Right. Um, We spend a lot of our time together, and and we don't just, you know, look at each other throughout the day. So um, we were about to start the conversation about the lesbian U-Haul and say, hey, it's Topic Tuesday. We might as well do this on my podcast. So um, I can give you guys an example of one time that I got into... A lesbian U-Haul. When was that? You said one time? Oh, shut up. Um, <laughs> one time, because if I told you guys all the times that I got into a lesbian U-Haul, yeah, it would this take more. The podcast will never be over. Yeah, um, the podcast will be exaggerated. Um, so, at one point, I was um, in a relationship. We had only been together for maybe like, hmm, maybe four to six months at this time before I moved in. And uh, (laughs) it wasn't something that I didn't want to do. I actually wanted to do it. And I felt that I wanted to do it because I really loved the person that I was about to move in with. And when I did move in, uh, the expectations of having a fairy tale life was almost um extinct (laughs) no it was extinct i'm gonna be real it wasn't it wasn't there so our love was based off of sex and um comfort comfort and i guess you can say finances um there was no love between my daughter and that person it was almost like it was a chore for her to um, be a co-parent so that was red flag number one red flag number two was her mindset um, was not similar to mine Um, I like to elevate I love to elevate I love to read I love to educate I love to you know gain wisdom and intellect and this person was far from one who wanted to attain wisdom and knowledge and level up y'all she just wanted to stay where she was at and um I was a little bit apprehensive like okay yeah this is not gonna work but I love this person so I stayed um throughout the entire year we had so many different uh I guess you could say disagreements about lifestyles um living situations and cleanliness and just a whole bunch of stuff that could create a rift in our relationship and it did so i was compelled to uh find somebody else to start my life over to be by myself to continue my life uh, in a orderly fashion, which is something that I had not been doing because I was so distracted by being in this two year relationship that had gotten almost nowhere. And, um, it was a drag granted. I did love this person, but love cannot, cannot carry you to certain, certain degrees. So we both dispersed and, 
it was a bad breakup. <laughs> it was a really bad breakup. And um, I had to move back with my mother. And I promised myself that I would not ever, 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 ever in this day and age, in my late 20s, ever go through that ever again. And I did it. And I am so ecstatic that um, I took my time with my relationship now, my current relationship. And um, it wasn't hard because me and SB been together for almost two years, but we've been friends for 11 years. So it was easy as pie, I guess you can say. So we actually still took our time with everything. We took our time um, with a lot of things, including sex, right? Like we took our time. We waited waited like six months for like the kind of sex (laughs) that we have now, right? (laughs) I don't know what you mean. (laughs) Like, we're going to break barriers. If we're going to tell these people what went on, we got to really be honest. Well, um, I'm not really into um, what people call dildos, strap-ons. Um, <laughs> rubber penis, silicone penis. I'm not into that. I'm not into penis. Although I have had men in my past, I'm really not into it at all. Like it's not something that I would request. So, um, yeah, it took us six months because I kept telling her, I'm not going to like it. I'm not going to like it. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. Then finally, we had got to a point where I was comfortable sexually with her. And I was like, okay, well, we can try it. And we waited until we went to Long Beach Pride 2017. And (laughs) we had a really nice room. And so we ended up having sex with the strap on for the first time. And I was impressed. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it and she was so gentle and all that so she took you know she took the proper precautions for making me feel comfortable with um penetration and it was something that I could appreciate right so yeah that's that guys we I lost my my um my strap on virginity over <laughs> over at Long Beach Pride 2017. <laughs> so okay, what's your outlook, babe? What do you think about the lesbian U-Haul? What I think about it, I think that um it's common. It's common for for women to get in, get or jump into relationships like that because we make moves based on emotion. We don't think. We <laughs> we don't we don't think about everything long term. We see it as being for now and now is forever. We're going to be together forever. So longevity is not a question. We're never going to break up. Yeah. You know, so I mean that's a part of being a woman and and uh doing things based on emotions, but I mean I really wouldn't have experience on that. Cause you know my lack of relationships. Right. Um. Shoot. I. You know. I think. In a lot of situations, because we are women, we become naive to things. We act like we don't see. You know, there's signs before even in that week of talking to that person. You could tell. 
if this this is gonna be uh something that's long term. Yeah. But I feel like as women we ignore these signs and and we always uh because it's our normal instinct to nurture, we always feel like we can build somebody or make somebody become who we want them to become who we see. And sometimes people are just not meant for that. You're right, because I definitely go through that too. Um, just having that that nurturing, mothering um, passion to build and to change things. Right. Um, sometimes I had to realize that some people can't be manipulated to what you yeah. want them to be. That's true. And um, I always have to remember my relationship as a mold. If you can mold something into a masterpiece um, and it's malleable, something that could be moved, then you should continue to build and to shape and to shift that thing. But if it's something that's already set in stone and it's already in its own way and, and it can't be moved and it can't be shaken, then you need to leave it alone because something that solid will never become what you really want it to become if it's not already a masterpiece. Right. You get what I'm saying? So I remember reading a study probably about like some years ago and they said kids between a certain age bracket are easily manipulated. Yeah. But as you get older and you become an adult, you see that that doesn't change. Right. So it's like they're, you know, people in relationships in their 20s still manipulated, still trying to, to mold that person and who they want them to become. You know, you can't allow, you can't make somebody understand or make them see who you want them to be or who you see in them. Right. They got to see it in themselves first. Well, we have a really, um, we have a really easily, you know, manipulating relationship because if we feel like something is wrong, we vocalize it mm-hmm. and we attempt to change it and we shift it to what we think needs to be um, something that progresses or something that makes our relationship better. Do you really think better. that's manipulation or just us having an agreement and, and really analyzing the situation? Anything that could be moved is manipulation. Okay. Because... If I'm stuck in my ways and right. you come and you come to me with a stern voice or a, or an easy voice, which one do you think that I'm going to the easy voice. the easy voice? So that's manipulation. If you right. come to somebody with something attractive, they're more willing to uh, to move versus when you come to somebody with a stern voice. So right. when you have to change how you feel or how you're talking to somebody in order for them to understand or to change, it's manipulation. Okay. <laughs> this took a left, huh? And so we but we do that in our right. relationship. We take our pride and we set it aside because as much as we want to be like, you know what, this shit needs to change right now, we come to each other and we're like, you know what? I, you know, had a couple of problems with X, Y, and Z. That's something I got to work on. Yeah, we both do. Because I mean, but we do it, though. We do right. do it. It's not like we're always yelling and screaming at each other. We don't do that. We actually do come to each other with a problem. A lot of times, we'll, uh, we'll come with the rawness, but it's not to a point where you'll be offended. You know what I'm right. saying? Um, so... When we do come to each other, it's always, you know, kisses and hugs and, hey, babe, you know what? I want to talk to you about something. 
something is wrong. You know, I wanted this to change this way instead mm-hmm. of being this way. So we do, we, we manipulate our way to making things better. It's not in a bad way. We, mani- we manipulate our relationship to being something that um, could be long term and possibly and hopefully indefinite. Now, see, that's something with the U-Haul relationship. When you, when you get in a relationship with these people, sometimes they don't take well to criticism. Not at all. So, and then you're just, you're already in that relationship. Now you just now figuring that oh, shit out. Oh, it's too late. Yeah, it's too late. It's too late. And you know me. You've been right. knowing me for 11 years. And the relationships that I get into, they're sweet as pie and loving. And they got their shit together when we first get together. And then uh, when we're together for about a year, everything goes south. Now they lose their job. Now they don't have a car. Now they don't have a house. Now they don't have shit. Can I keep it 100? Yeah. Majority of your relationships, you've dealt with some complete fucking bums. Yeah. You've dealt with bums. I mean, that those are the ones that's not willing to pick up help with rent. They want to lax up. They want to lay up. But they don't want to help out as far as financially. Um, as far as spending time, so emotionally they're not there. They're just detached all the way. Yeah. So, I mean, those are some people that a lot of your people are people you probably shouldn't even consider. Most definitely. Um, um, but I was it's still only young, one particular though. that you talk about that I think that probably had it. Actually, two. One was male. One was female. Hmm. Those two people are no longer in my life. <laughs> I know, I, in my I, life, I, I, but you know, I'm telling you that as people, you know, I don't sit there and be upset about your past. Yeah, but, I mean, you um, were there from the beginning, so but, I couldn't even lie to you if I wanted to about my right. relationships because so, you've been my best friend for 11 years. So, so you I mean, know my wrong. As far as your past, people who probably were considered worthy, it was only a couple. Yeah. And, um. You know, good people. I mean, it just y'all didn't work out, but still good people. So mm-hmm. those are people I would always respect. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of my relationships were out of um, desperation. Oh, yeah. Uh, I am a Pisces. <laughs> I'm a Pisces. So I love to be loved, period. I love to feel like somebody is loving me and they love me for who I am because I'm a very eclectic person. So, I guess you can say not a lot of people can relate to me because I'm different. So, to find somebody who is loving me and I feel like they're wholly loving me for who I am and not for my pussy or not for my finances or not for the things that I have, it really pretty much makes me feel like okay this person is the one and that shows like the level of loser because you have a child right so anybody willing to take i always feel like this anybody willing to take from a from a woman who ha- who has children man you a complete bum yeah that's a bum ass motherfucker i'm sorry yo your podcast i know we're not supposed to cuss no there's damn. no filter so um what really comes to mind when I think about the lesbian U-Haul is um, the level uh, the level of neediness or the level of, or the level of emotional instability that these women have in order to feel like it's okay 
to move in or to come into somebody's life that has children or to um, invade in somebody's space or anything like that so soon uh, without any regards of what's going to happen in the future. Like there has to be something mentally off because if you don't think about those things before jumping into a situation that means that you don't really much have a heart because if it goes wrong what is the child supposed to say if it goes wrong what are the parents or the family supposed to say none of that shit they like bitch i'm trying to lay up (laughs) i'm sorry but that's how they feel yeah look look, if, if it's survival and you ain't got no place to stay I'm sorry, like, it, it's fucked up, but that's how it is. If you ain't got no place to say, say, okay, she pay her own bills, she can take yeah. care of me, she go to work. And okay. this reverts back to my last week's financial abuse. Remember when I talked about financial abuse? Uh-huh. That reverts back to what we were talking about last week, too. Right. So, this happens more so in the gay community, like I said. Right. Females look at that, they like, damn, okay, all I got to do is A, B, and C. They, that even happens in the straight community. You get oh, yeah. Bitches, oh, let me get me a sugar daddy. So they like, okay, all I got to do is lay up and tickle his balls. You know, I don't have to do nothing. <laughs> I don't have to do nothing. I just tickle his balls and, and, and tend to oh, his God, ego. Oh, God, Sheena, we're going to have to pipe it down just a little bit. Okay, well, okay, I just <laughs> tend to his ego. That's it. He going to pay all my bills. People work like that. That's how people are. Yeah. So, you guys, if I tell my my wife to be that there's no filter, guys, she she'll just be a complete ghetto ass. So that's why I tell her we need to pipe it down just a little bit so she can get back to her intellectual because she's very smart, guys. Oh my gosh, my girl is so smart. But anyways, back to it. Um, I was unhappy a lot of times going into that lesbian you haul. In fact. Going into the lesbian U-Hauls landed me in some of the worst situations. One near death. You know, Man. the other the other ones, um, stalkers. So that's a, a form of, of abuse as well. That's domestic violence. That is domestic <laughs> abuse. Stalkers. I have had people... Oh, um, Ain't I nothing have, like opening up your window from the second floor and seeing somebody hanging out of that motherfucker. So, um, that's never happened, but <laughs> um, I've had people who try to damage, actually, not try, have damaged my um, assets in my home. I've had people um, clear out my bank account. I've had people do so many just oddball things to me and it was almost like never ending. Uh, so this last time I was like, I'm not about to get into no relationship. And then here comes SB out of nowhere. Oh, I after I got, after I had gotten, gotten a separation from my actual wife and a, a situationship with my ex-girlfriend so I was all jacked up like it was literally like I was just playing the field I didn't want to be with nobody and um we started talking because I was bummed out I was like man I've only been married for what like two months that shit was funny. talk about I'm lesbian u-haul right <laughs> let's talk about lesbian u-haul realness I had only been married for two months and in that two months I ended up being separated from my 
ex-wife because I was still in love with my ex-girlfriend. So, um, to get my mind off of the, I guess you can say, um, I felt like I was being bombarded with so much responsibility and emotion. I felt like I was going to just die, literally. And um, the person that I was in a relationship before I got married, I felt like that was the person I was going to spend the rest of my life with. Come to find out, she was cheating on me with somebody else in a complete relationship. A whole relationship. And I was still living at her house. So, um, I I had to go ahead and move out. I moved out and I was telling SB everything about what was happening and I showed her my boobs. That look. <laughs> <laughs> now you're going to say, okay, that's not how it happened. I, that is how it happened. You were trying to console me and then you decided to, to talk about my nipple rings. Oh, I didn't know you had nipple rings. I was like, yeah, you want to see? You're my best friend. I can show you these things. I showed you my boobs. And that's what started it all. That's what started. That's it what all. started it all. Cause we okay. would we wouldn't have been talking on that level. I wouldn't even known that you were even interested in me because you were my best friend for eleven years. <laughs> right. Oh man. And then she you called me every day after that. <laughs> man. Yeah, that's how that happened. That's not how. It that happened. is okay. Well, then you tell me how it happened. I felt like we were talking like as friends for a minute. You didn't just show me your breasts, and I was like, "Oh, okay." That's no, what it is. in fact, it was only about two days that we were talking, actually back talking back on Facebook because we hadn't talked for a while. You asked me what was wrong because of a post that was on my Facebook that alerted you, mm-hmm. and then when you got in my inbox, we were talking, and you asked me about my nipple rings. And I showed you my nipple rings. I said they look nice. Yeah, you did. I didn't have boobies when we first started. Um, when we first started talking, eleven years ago. <laughs> so, she thinks that we had this big old romantic beginning of our relationship. No, I like flashed her, and <laughs> she never stopped calling me after that again. No, that's why I was the only one. I was. In fact, I wasn't. Um, I wasn't sure that I was even interested. I, I was just talking to you as a friend. So the very first time that I went to go and visit SB after um, after us talking, you know, because we're best we we're best friends, so we would talk casually, anyways. Um, I was like, hey, I'm gonna come visit you. And in fact, I was at my my ex girlfriend, the one that broke my my dear little heart. Um, I was at her, her father's house <laughs> and I was like, I'm gonna come visit you. So I was there with my ex. She was there and I was supposed to be dropping her off at that home. So <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm an instigator. So sitting on the phone and doing all that, I was having a blast. Yeah, man. I bet. She, she runs everybody off. Um, so, um, I was like, I'm going to come see you. I'm going to drop my ex-girlfriend off at home. And then I'll be on my way. So it was taking a little while. I was getting dressed. I had just got off the shower and everything. And then um, we got in the car. And SB calls my phone. And my phone goes directly to my car um, my car radio system. So when uh, 
when I answered, I was like, hello. And she started speaking. Now, SB has a very um, unique voice. <laughs> she has a really unique voice. So, um, you know, my ex got a little jealous because she has a really nice voice. And she knew that it was somebody that I could possibly be dating or talking to. She had no idea who it was. So she, <laughs> immature enough, started talking crazy on the phone I don't even know what she said, babe. She was just going crazy. And she was like, yeah, she's dropping me off at home and blah, blah, blah. And she was just, they were just both going at it. And SB thought it was funny. I didn't think it was funny at all. I did not think it was funny. But I'm going to tell you guys that (laughs) this is how I knew that SB had some kind of little jealous bone about me. Because she then texts me. After I'm dropping my ex off and says, are you still coming? Because I have a Spanish girl that's going to come over and hang out with me. (laughs) Yeah, you got that smile on your face. I was like, you know what? You better have that bitch out of there by the time I get there because I'm coming. And that's what I said to her. She can't tell me anything because I I go off. (laughs) So she's like, all right. So I get there. And I wasn't really paying much attention to anything. I was just happy to see her and her family. Um, And my daughter was with me. So um, SB was talking to my daughter for a while. I went and I sat at the bar area. And I watched her. um, I watched her walk to the refrigerator. Get me something to drink and something to eat. And I just looked at her butt. That's what (laughs) really started. She has a nice body. I was like, wow, she has a nice body. And then when she turned around and looked at her face again, I'm like, damn, my best friend is attractive. I had never noticed. And there was just so many different emotions that that were flying everywhere. And I just kind of like, I kind of broke the ice and kissed her. I did some more, some more uh, inappropriate things. <laughs> and... um we we really built a different dynamic of our 11-year friendship. Um, but she's something that I feel like we really took our time instead of having a lesbian U-Haul and just jumping straight into things, you know. Um, it took a while for us to move in together. It took a while for us to have, um, you know, intimate sex. It took a while for us to do a lot of things, um that a lesbian U-Haul is just, it just wasn't even a, a, a answer or a question for us. Um, had I done things differently in my past relationships? Yes. But had um, the people I was in a relationship been in a mental capacity to accept those things that I would have done? No. I believe that most of the people I was with were very immature um, I, I think that they were set in their ways, so they weren't easily manipulated, or I don't think that they were willing for change. And um, I just think that uh, I dodged a lot of bullets, a lot. <laughs> and now, in my current relationship, I just feel like uh, we build each other. Like we we st- we have our foundation, of, and that's God. Um, then comes family, then, you know, we, we both put ourselves 
on the back burner when it comes to our daughter Serenity and then our extended family, our, our parents and our um, siblings. So um, we pretty much keep things keep things afloat and make sure that we keep each other on point and we build each other up. And I don't think that a lesbian U-Haul could ever happen any longer because like I said, in this relationship, I want... And I pray that it's indefinite. So we don't have to look no further, honey. Right? Right. I think we're going to um, conclude this. Right? Right. You don't have anything else to say? Man, just think about what that next topic going to be. So, I apologize, guys. I didn't do Freestyle Friday because for those of you that don't know, I easily get sick. And I don't feel good sometimes, and I would have not been able to go through the entire episode um, on Friday, but I'm back to normal, and I will be continuing our Tuesdays and our Fridays together, which is Freestyle Friday and Topic Tuesday. Anything in between is just probably out of boredom, (laughs) so um, I will be be continuing this for as long as I can guys because I love hearing from you guys I appreciate all the applauses that I got for the last um session I really appreciate my new followers thank you guys so much for following me um this is something that I and SB like doing in our our own time so actually bringing it to you guys and allowing you guys to live our truth and our our walk of life is something that we want to keep doing um i wanted to give you guys an email so that if you guys ever wanted to email me i can actually have some fan mail for y'all and that is going to be coco loco 89 at yahoo.com and it's ko K-O-L-O-K-O-8-9 at yahoo.com. I appreciate y'all. And I hope that you guys do take some of these events and resources if it applies to you guys. And um, just follow through and live your truth and live your lives. I I hope that you guys that are out there that are in serious relationships... Go and check out that family planning. I actually looked at it myself and it was pretty cool. So I think that you guys should go ahead and look at that if that's and something that you forget, have been um, considering. Feel free. Feel free to give us some topics. Yeah. Some to talk about. Most definitely. There, there's actually a message board on here, hun, okay. that they can actually... Um, Give us some topics. So if you don't feel like utilizing that email, you can go ahead and drop us a message about a topic that you feel is imperative to our LGBTQ community. And we'll be more than happy to touch bases on that. Um, If we don't have experience on any of those topics, we will find a co-host that has been through it and see if they can come on to the show so that you guys can feel um like a a sense of togetherness and and if somebody that somebody is actually going through those things with you and if they have any solutions or if they have any answers for you so we're going to go ahead and conclude this i want to shed my light with you guys and say god bless all and um make sure that you make every day count and enjoy the rest of your work week if you are working if not then enjoy the rest of your week 
Later, guys. Later.